Saba Radio. This is Chad Shapiro with Saba Radio, and very thankful that we have Shad Purcell here today. And I want him to be able to tell a little bit about himself and about the church and the address and everything, because he is going to be featured on SabaRadio.org, which is a 24-7 digital radio station that you can actually go to right now uh, by clicking on the link. Uh, that is on this post, and I uh, I advise you to to add it to your favorites, to maybe get a chance to share it, and come back often because incredible pastors like Shad are going to be um, doing their weekly sermons uh, directly on there for everybody to hear. So, Pastor, thank you for being with us. I know you're really busy. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your church, that you know, et cetera, where people maybe can find you? Yeah, name is Shad Purcell. That's S-H-A-D with a with an S, not a C. Shad Purcell. It's not short for Shadrach from the Bible. I'm named after a pastor in Amarillo, Texas. He's named after the bait fish. So, name is Shad Purcell. Church I serve is Northeast Baptist Church. We're located kind of in the shadow of the airport. We're right across the street from MacArthur High School, so not too far outside of 410 um, Broadway and, and Nacogdoches area. So I've been in ministry for a little over 20 years now. Yeah, I've been here at Northeast Baptist Church for four, four and a half years. Felt the calling to be a part of a revitalization effort, looking at some churches that, that saw some, some of their prime heydays, maybe, you know, decades ago and just ready to get reignited. So that's where I've been uh, really in the last few years. It's a long, long on road to get some traction and revitalization. Uh, but I love it in the ministry here because it, it helps me. Um, you know, bridge what I was doing. I served at City Church for a decade. So that's a fast growing church, um, doing some healthy things. But then also saying, you know, I grew up Baptist. So some of my, some of my roots, uh, just in these good, old, faithful, you know, hardworking people that love Jesus and love their neighborhood. So just trying to, to blend the two of being part of a, a fast, dynamic, growing church and just a, a resilient faithful obedient church so that's kind of what i've been doing for a little while that's awesome so what just because this is going out across facebook and and maybe there are some people watching this that aren't connected to a church at all um maybe they haven't given their lives to christ at all and having questions about their faith and doubts and things like that as they seek meaning in this life what first you know kind of led you to you know, putting your faith in Jesus Christ into wanting to serve him. And I hit the lottery when it comes to mom and dad. My mom and dad loved Jesus. Their parents loved Jesus too. So we're, you know, just generations and generations of Christ followers and discipling the next generation. So I trusted Christ when I was a little boy, you know, growing up in Eastridge Baptist Church, was baptized. My mom was always a, a kid's choir leader. Dad was always a deacon and still is. So they were so instrumental in just making sure that the biblical stories were instilled in me, the biblical truths I knew, the theology, the doctrine. Then, you know, then you go to college and then that all gets tested. So, you know, freshman year in college, I definitely had a um, part one of a faith crisis. And and God walked with me through that and showed me who he is and surrounded me by some phenomenal people in college ministry. Uh, And then I became a pastor, you know, trusted Christ that he was calling me into ministry and you know a couple of years into ministry I had I would say faith crisis part two where I was part of 
a church that was going dangerously in the emergent path, you know, that, that, that false faith that would say all paths lead to God. So just pick your path and go. Uh, and I was a part of a church that was dangerously going that way after, after, uh, you know, September 11th and the towers fell. And a lot of people questioned a lot of part of their faith. Um, thankfully, God met me in the midst of that wrestling and really seeing, is he truly the way, the truth, the life, not just a way, a truth, a life. No, it's like the exclusive. And um, man, I wrestled and God met me and helped solidify my faith and surrounded me by some other just strong, strong biblical preachers who love Jesus and proclaim Jesus and salvation through Jesus. Um, it's kind of where I've been in the, in the, in the faith journey. And that was, um, you know, that was some time ago and I still have my doubts on some days and the beauty is knowing that God wrestles with me in those doubts. God's not allergic to my questions. You know, he invites them and invites me to trust in him. And so now I'm definitely trusting in ways that I want to know more about who Christ is. And when he is the Prince of Peace and he promises peace, like the Bible that promises it will give you peace, your peace that passes understanding. So I don't have all the understanding. And I think if I had all the understanding, I'd probably just have more questions. So I never get full understanding. But God didn't promise me understanding. God did promise me peace. And I promise you my peace. So I'm resting in that right now. Amen. I, I think that's so powerful what you just said, because I think many people that have those questions um, feel like they can't uh, be connected to yeah. a body of believers because those doubts that are there and yep. then, um, you know, they just end up not learning or not growing or not being, you know, not having answers to those questions. Not that there is even a perfect answer. Right. But like you mentioned, you know, the peace, yep. which we need yep. these days. And so uh, I strongly yep. encourage anybody that's watching this. Um, Shad is one of those pastors of Saba that is being featured on the radio because of his great involvement in the city and what Saba does. And if you do not have a church home, uh, you, you should definitely go visit his church and be able to learn more about it. What are some of the things in the vision kind of casting of uh, obviously survival through COVID and being there for everybody during this tough, challenging time of pandemic, but what would some of the vision of the future be revitalization and what does that mean to you, your community, and, and to the people that might be thinking about coming by? Yeah, we have to really reinvent our expectations of what church looks like for us. For us, church church is a full sanctuary on Sunday morning. You know, so if the sanctuary is full, the man, the spirit moves. And I go, maybe the spirit didn't move. Maybe we just felt better because there was more bodies in the room. And so that's a whole thing to reinvent now. You know, we've got a sanctuary that seats about 400 and there's maybe 30 to 40 of us on a Sunday. Well, we've got plenty of room to spread out and, you know, have our social distancing. But if we're going to consider ourselves successful, it's got to be you when know, we're making disciples who make disciples. So those disciples are meeting, you know, outdoors, at work, on the trails, um, you know, wherever people gather, church included. We're not going to stop meeting in the buildings. Um, God gave us some really cool buildings here, you know, built 60 years ago, built to the glory of God. So we want to continue to keep the buildings up, keep people meeting in the buildings. But the discipleship factor has got to go way beyond. And it's not just one person who makes disciples, even if he maybe 
you know, is given a title of minister of discipleship. Well, okay, good. You just help equip everyone else who is also a minister of discipleship. So making disciples who make disciples. It's just the simple, beautiful, God-ordained and Jesus-authority-powered command that he gave us, right? Before Jesus goes up to heaven, all authority in heaven and on earth. So, man, what else is there? That's all. That's all the power Jesus has. It says, I'm giving it to you, and what I want you to do with that power, go make disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I'm excited about that. I got I got paint on my hands right now. It's just, I was just painting the baptismal at our church because it's you know it's got some some older water stains you know hadn't been painted in decades. Like, man, let's get a fresh coat of paint on that. We're gonna get to see baptisms in that baptismal this Sunday. And just celebrate. Amen. Right on. Yeah. Well, that's what it's about. Fresh paint, not just on the baptismal, but in general, a fresh. Yeah going forward and I, I don't know about you that are watching this but I know I need that every day and I'm not going to just get it all by myself sitting here uh, but to join a body of believers and fight forward um, like Pastor Shad is doing there with Northeast Baptist Church and what uh you know I, because we do have a lot of pastors that maybe watch this and um I think it's interesting to hear about some awkward or uncomfortable ministry oh. moments, challenging moments that you think, man, you know, if, if, if everybody saw this one, whoa, you know, is, is there anything that sticks out to your mind that uh, of a funny or challenging moment in ministry? So I'm officiating a wedding ceremony in the botanical, you know, gardens okay. at the summer wedding. So it's kind of, it's kind of hot. Um, the the bride and groom had jumped the gun on on the marriage bed they you know so she was pregnant on her wedding day and and when it came time to get the to say the ring vows and get the rings on that poor groom is just struggling to get that ring over um his bride's knuckle because apparently your fingers swell quite a bit when you're pregnant and your fingers swell even more when you're outdoors in the in the summer heat so She's, he's hurting her knuckle and they're trying to get this moment. We can't get you married if you can't get the ring on. Right. So I'm trying to be helpful as a pastor officiating this wedding ceremony. So I go, Hey, Hey, um, man, why don't you just, why don't you just lick her knuckle a little bit to help that ring slide on over there. And she looked at me and she goes, pastor, that's how we got in this mess. Ah, man, that is good. Oh, God. Yeah, that is a good one. I've never completely lost my composure at a wedding. We always laugh at weddings, but I laugh so hard. Um, so for the record, marriage is not messy, but it's definitely God planned. If you save your, your intimacy for after husband, yeah, and you wife. get the ring on oh, Easter, right? right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's, that's, that's maybe that's why God has us wait, you know, so that we make sure we get the wing, the ring on the finger without challenge. Yeah, I love yes. it. Yes. But, you know, so, you know, that, those stories and I've watched you preach online already and it's so entertaining, awesome, um, and also filled with uh, just wisdom that we all need. And so we're really excited to have you on uh, Saba Radio and be featured there. Also, I know um, you do things with uh, the whole pastor.org and, mm -hmm. and the pastors network and videos, wheels down, word up, you know, maybe talk about that a little bit because those videos are awesome. Thanks. No, just especially during COVID time, recognizing, man, we're all looking at a screen more now than ever. You know, yeah. some of us are commuting less, we have more time or we're uh, just just struggling more with motivation. We feel kind of maybe even a spiritual sluggishness, but it's easy to just turn on a screen. 
talking, well, let me leverage that. Like, what if there was more good, godly content on those screens these days? So I got tired of filming just in my, you know, in my study. So I started filming on the front porch or involved my dog as, as often as possible because he's entertaining. Uh, that's just the clickbait. Going, oh, he's got a Labrador. And you click on it and you watch it. Um, but then I thought, you know, I miss riding my bike with people. That's one of the things I miss the most during COVID. I miss running with people, riding bikes, just, you know, going forward, getting endorphins. People just open up so much when you're working out together. And so I miss that. Um, so I just started going for a bike ride and putting a camera just kind of right in front of my handlebars and just talking to the camera, some of the stuff that's been on my heart. And that's been therapeutic for me, but then also just kind of helpful to get some really good feedback, some really good questions. Um, so just trying to find creative ways to share the gospel. Because I believe Jesus was creative. You look at his stories. He's always using a word picture about, um, you know, sowing seeds or or, um, you know, a, a money lender. He's always using, I think what he was seeing, seeing around him, he's using those, those cues from nature and using them all for teachable moments. So I just want to find lots of teachable moments. My boys get, my sons get tired of it. My sons are 13 and 15, uh, about to, to have birthdays real soon. They're like, oh, dad's going into teacher mode again. Like, yeah, because there's so many teachable moments and we need to praise God from whom all blessings flow. Amen. Amen. So I hope you all get a chance to be able to watch some of those clips. And that's exactly kind of what uh, Pastor Shad was saying about using tools to share the word, especially the Internet now. Um, thinking outside the box, why Saba has created SabaRadio.org. And, uh, and so what do you think about that? Maybe you can kind of talk about the power of the radio or the association of Saba um, to be featured with the other pastors out there, just to encourage somebody to click on the link and to go over there and take a listen to the music or the podcast or the sermons like yours. Um, any words on that? Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, just we've all got our our little devices, you know, juiced up with energy and full of, you know, content. And so I love the fact that during quarantine, more and more people are telling me about other churches or about other messages they heard. Part of the pastoral competitiveness or maybe even our own um, our own insecurities were like, hey, but I, I give the sermons and you listen to my sermons and you can't listen. That's so whiny, right? That's nothing like when Christ is saying all authority in heaven and on earth given to me, so go make disciples. Yeah. So now I'm like, man, I'm huddled up with all these other pastors like you, Chad, and Bobby, and so many folks going, hey, yeah. let's just share the same message, the message that God is good and God loves us. God gives us his son, Jesus is rescuer. Let's all say the same message, but we just articulate it different ways. Somebody's more scholarly. Someone has a nice, slow delivery, and you hang on those words. Yeah. I don't. I'm just a spaz. I'm going, if I don't get this out of my head quickly, I'm going to forget what I was going to say. Um, so some guys are funny. Some guys are serious. I'm like, man, we just have a whole incredible, beautiful wealth of different ways of articulating the gospel message. So I'm glad to be a part of that. Uh, you know, growing up in San Antonio, having such a high respect for, for anything that comes from the San Antonio Baptist Association. Going, you know, those, those are guys that have been in ministry for so many more years. I mean, the first 20 minutes when I was in youth ministry, I was in the Sabbath building going, okay, brand new in the youth ministry, been here for 20 minutes, help, you know, give me some resources. And so Sabbath has been faithful to supply. I think Sabbath has been um, wise to kind of see, okay, what are, 
what are the channels? How do we get the, the message out? How do we continue to provide resources for everyone? So Saba Radio has just done, their, done a great opportunity. I'm honored to be a part of it. Yeah, thank you. And we are so excited to have you be a part of it. And Saba now, uh, it's branching even outside of San Antonio. And that's why digital radio is so, uh, so, so crucial. Because if it was just a normal AM or FM, the people in the Valley and New Braunfels and Bernie and everywhere else may not be able to be connected. And, and literally now with some of the mission works I was supporting, we're talking about the globe, the world uh, that's going to get a chance to hear Pastor Shad and different people. So we encourage you. Thank you for your time today, Pastor. And we encourage everybody watching. If you could share this post, if you could like it, if you could comment, if you could click on the SabaRadio.org link and save it uh, to your computer, your phone, wherever you have, and come back often to listen to incredible messages from pastors like Pastor Shad. We encourage you to do that. Take care. God bless you. Thank you guys for your time. Pastor Shad, thank you for your time. Bye. Sabah Radio.